and welcome to Pirate Radio. This is Lutz coming to you live with Fishy Guts. I'm not Hello. sure if you guys know about Fi Capitan. Hello, Capitan. Hello, guys. So, Capitan, he is uh, the captain of uh, the new boat called uh, Pirate Chain. And uh, Pirate Chain sails off of Tortuga. And you could find them in a place called digitalprice.io. Uh, it's an exchange. It's a it's, it's more of a Komodo cent, centered exchange. Or Komodo, a lot of Komodo coins are on it. Uh, if you guys don't know Komodo, you should definitely look into Komodo. Komodo has been around a long, long, long time. Has a great developer, JL777. He's been a friend of mine for a long, 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 long time. And uh, probably the most technical guy I know. Uh, so, Capitan, welcome. You, you have breakfast? You're eating breakfast right now? <laughs> I'm just taking care of the nourishment as I can. Gotta, gotta stay uh, fueled up to keep this boat moving. Don't forget those micronutrients. You need minerals, too. Staying loyal to Supernet, I am back again here on Pirate. Uh, I love Supernet. I, I, that's what it used to be called. It's called Komodo now, and I believe it will be changing the name maybe again from what I heard. Um, but it's great technology. It's really, if, if you don't understand why I love it, you think I'm just shilling here, let me just quickly explain. If you like tokens like uh, Waves, if you like tokens like Ether, ETH or uh, or uh, what, what else? NZ, NXT. What other? What else has tokens? Uh, so so many EOS, right? So many token platforms. It'll it'll make you cry uh, because what happens? And I'm I'm just saying, and it's it's not gonna happen. But if it, if it does, what happens if one of these blockchains were to were to crash, were to die? What happens if ETH were to die? What happens if Waves were to die? What happens to all those tokens? What happens to all of them? This is this is a Mt. Gox situation just waiting to happen. All those tokens would die, every single one of them, uh, because they're dependent on a chain. Now, Komodo does not have that problem. That's the, Komodo is the only one that the, so far that I've seen that does not have this problem. You could create your own chain on Komodo, get the backup and all these other great features that they offer with, with their platform and still be independent and not have to rely on them. So it's a, it's a fantastic technology. If you guys don't understand, you should understand. Get involved. And now we have Pirate. Komodo, the Komodo uh, just came out with Pirate, uh, a new chain. And what what is it, Captain? About two two months now. Um, you know, time either goes really slow or really fast, depending on your perspective. Wooden life, right? Um, it's actually been four months now almost uh since the chain first started at the end of august so let's see september october november december yeah i agree with you that being on a system and a platform like komodo is great where there's longevity when you have your own asset chain it's a good point to bring up it's 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 honestly my my most favorite point I don't like see see what like I've been on teams I've been on many teams I, I do marketing on the side, and a lot of these whenever they have to get something done oh we we have to ask waves you know because they're on their blockchain or we have to uh, you know work with with Ethereum to get things done and 
I mean, you, you have to depend a lot on the, the mother chain. And sometimes you need their cooperation to get some things done or their help. And, and, and if they don't respond, how screwed are you, right? No, it's true. So um, and then going one step further, on your own blockchain, if you need help or have questions, and good luck getting a hold of them right away. You know, in Komodo, you've got a huge developer ecosystem that you have no problem reaching pretty much anyone able to help you within a very short period of time. So it kind of works backwards from what you're talking about, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And also, we, we could let's touch on privacy now. Uh, pri you know, you're, you're so. Why do I love Komodo? Why did I name the radio station after a pirate, right? Why Why are we going in the pirate direction, fellas? Why is Lutz doing this? Why is he shilling this stupid coin, right? Well, let me tell you guys. Uh, if you do your homework, you will find that pirate is now the most anonymous coin. Uh, Monero does not compare to it. Uh, they can say they do. They can tell you all about uh, how, you know what's that the trusted setup is an issue well that's not an issue anymore because they just switched over to sapling it's 100 percent sapling so trusted setup is no longer an issue so you can't can't really rebuttal with that anymore Venero. so what what else what else is there there's nothing left uh, and you gotta you gotta accept the fact that technology advances and there's new things that are coming out and maybe next week there'll be something that's better than pirate all right you know and and we got to stay on the technology. You know, we, we have to keep with, with we got to keep promoting the good stuff. Uh, promoting shit coins is not a good idea because we know how that ends. Developer leaves, everybody is sad, right? You right. got to make sure you got to make sure what you're promoting is good stuff. Uh, so that's why I'm here, and that's why you're here. And I'm. And why don't you tell me how how you got involved in crypto, uh, fishy? So. My first foray to crypto was just in the Komodo community, running a few community giveaways and raffle time giveaways for the DICOs that were originally launched at the beginning of 2018. Each DICO that came along, I had some help with uh, Regnar and some other people from the Komodo Discord. And we would just put together some community contests to generate buzz and generate interest in Komodo and the DICO process. After that, another project was looking for, you know, a community manager, a marketing guy, a sales guy. I signed on, you know, I learned a lot. And it's probably all we'll say about that experience, but that lasts about four or five months. And um, I learned a lot. And uh, right when I was gone from there, James asked me to help out with this marketing thing through a referral from All Right. So I referred All Right to the previous project for a few bounties and things. And then All Right had referred me to James for this project. And it just happened from there. That's where we've come to now. All right, and it, so how who who's developing who's developing this uh, you know pirate chain? Where, where did it come from? So the initial discussion started about a Z transaction only chain in the Komodo Discord, and within twenty four hours, that discussion completely dominated the channel that it 
spawned in, so they started a new channel for that discussion. Um, or they went to a different channel for that discussion, and from there they worked on testing ideas, um, you know, protocols to use, what to include, what not to include, how to notarize, you know, how to get deep how, and eventually they ended up with a 100% ZK Snarks send chain that was secured by dedicated or delayed proof of work through Komodo. And that was, that was it. It was, it was, I don't want to call it an accident because it was very much intentional, but no one set out to do what they did. They worked backwards and reversed injured, engineered it. What do we want to do? How do we do it? And they ended up with this. Very awesome. And, and one of, one of the main things I love about what we have now is the fact that you can't look anything up on the Explorer, right? So if I spe sent you some money, you can, there's really no way no, anyone could find out I sent it to you. Right? right, not with Pirate. I mean, the whole purpose is, of course, to be hiding and obfuscating that information and not just changing it or putting it in a different format you go and you look at your transactions and it's literally zeros that's amazing that's all you know what that is the closest thing to cash i could think of i mean that that's the problem with most of these blockchains is that you could look up everything you could you could, you could follow the path to where it went uh can't you can't do that with cash uh, so, and so this is the closest thing to cash actually this is better than cash because cash you can leave a fingerprint on it right so the, this has got to be even more anonymous than cash. Uh, if, if, if you guys see any any uh, other, uh, you know, anything wrong with what I'm saying, then uh, please you know, tell me because I, I I really think this is amazing. Uh, so what? So I see a couple of developers on the team. Uh, I've seen them talking every once in a while. I see a, a guy named Duke Alito. Is is he part of the team and? Who are the developers, basically? Who are they? So it's an open source project, decentralized. From the beginning, there was never any one person who set out and said, we should do this. Uh, there were a handful of Komodo community members and a few Komodo developers that all worked together to discuss it and figure out how to apply it and get it done. But at the end of the day, there was never any one or two people who say, look, here's what we made, you know, because there was, there was so much varied input involved. Now, Duke Lido has his own projects. He's a talented developer in his own rights. He runs the Hush Wallet and the Bitcoin Hush Project. He helps out on, among other things. He's extremely intelligent and versed in these manners, especially with the wallets. So he's been helping us out lately, it seems, with the wallet development for e-commerce plugins. At least just consulting right now is the phase that we're all in, really. We don't have any groundwork yet for that, but I have a few other gentlemen here who help out with technical discussions and ideas. But before we even start with all that, we got to know already that 
pirate is fundamentals complete. So there's no more development really on the pirate chain itself to do, right? Um, right. Well, your your most your your feature your the feature that stands out is the fact that it's an anonymous transaction. Uh, you're not trying to uh, create a marketplace. You're not trying to. Uh, you know, cre create a censorship-resistant, you know, a platform utilizing a token. No, you're, you're very simply, you're trying. You're, you're the most anonymous coin out there. Right. It's an exchange of value, um, but it's also a lot of other things. I mean, if there's, you know, I was reading a book the other day called "The Future of Money" by Bernard Lyotard, and he talked about money being used as a time machine of sense that. In many ways, money can either be used to keep track of time or condense time or extend time. There's a lot of you know, ways that money can be looked at. It's not up to the pirate project to determine those ways. We just say, look, here you go. Here's, here's the outlet for that. And that's already done. So with that said, we do have tech developers and tech consults such as James Lee, right? JL777. We have the ability to reach out to much of the Komodo team and, and just ask technical application questions and get answers. Uh, I, I really don't want to say they work for or on Pirate because technically they don't. They're just part of the decentralized community that say, hey, here's how it works. Here's the answer you're looking for. Here's how you might be able to you know, figure that out. You know, those, so with those, that, those are ahead. great. Those are great backers and, and advisors. Those are those are great people to have uh, supporting a project. Right, so here's what happens is now we get other people coming in who have ideas on things they can do for the project, make for the project, create with the project, and now they have a direct tech consult to say, yes, that that's easy, here's how you're gonna need to do that, here's what you should do. And you know, if anyone wants to see the most recent um, you know, example of that today in the wallet slash development department uh, channel. There's just been a very good conversation all day about wallets and needs and, and how to get there. And you can really see the full development process at play where it's Komodo community members, it's Komodo notary nodes, it's people who run other projects, it's people with knowledge in the space who aren't even associated with any project specifically. Uh, you know, there's a handful of people that are working on that wallet. Let's 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 speak on Komodo. How how are you related to Komodo? How does it work with Komodo? How does R or a pirate coin, pirate chain, work with Komodo? Exactly the same fashion as all of the other, what is it? Thirty-two asset chains they have going now, or something like that. Uh, Forty-two yep. assets. Uh, same same way. We were launched under their platform. Think of it like a menu when you go into a restaurant and you want to order your blockchain and you're going to say, hmm, I'll have the Depal and I'll have a side of Equihash on that and I want to have my, you know, my supply at this number. And you go in and you order your blockchain and Komodo provides it for you. That's the only real association we have with Komodo. We just ordered from the Komodo restaurant and we're ready to, ready to serve it up. What 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 uh what features does does being on Komodo allow you? So we, we spoke earlier. We said, you know, being dependent on a chain is not very a very good idea. But it seems like the opposite for Komodo, right? What what great features does Komodo 
allow you to, you know, to build with? Or what, you know, well, so what is it? There's a difference between dependency and, you know, uh, a, <clears throat> gosh, what's the word? A feature that you're being provided with. All of the asset chains on Komodo, <clears throat> as far as I know, technically the only thing they would be dependent on Komodo for would be DPOW if they have DPOW. Other than that, I'm pretty certain that every asset chain that's launched off Komodo could continue indefinitely without Komodo being around still. So, you know, again, using the restaurant metaphor, the restaurant holds all the <clears throat> all of the ingredients needed to build the blockchain, and they just give it to you. You can walk out of that restaurant with your blockchain and do whatever you want with it. Right, but if you want their special right. sauce like Deepal, you got to keep coming back and getting the special sauce once a month. You know, and that's about it. Um, right. So, so, there so, is instead, so, so, Komodo offer instead of offering dependency like most most of these uh, token platforms, they offer a feature rich independency. Does that sound right? Yeah. Feature rich Dep independency. Dependency. Yeah. You're, you're, you're you're good. You're good. Coin that. That, that's my phrase right there. <laughs> well, dependency is the wrong word. There's got to be a better uh, word for it, right? Isn't independency? Isn't that the opposite? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a feature-rich independency. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's what I said. So, so what? What made you call it R? A R R R. It's, a, it's an odd. It's an odd ticker. Even though I know pirates like to say R. Okay, so. Uh, without, you know, making anyone feel weird about it, my first week at Pirate, I said to James, I said, are we sure we're keeping this name? <laughs> I was like, you know, being a marketing guy and being in that type of space, it's like, I'm fine with it. I just want to know if we're embracing it or if we're changing it. And he had no intentions of, you know, changing it, which is fine. I didn't care really that much. I just wanted to know. So as soon as it, he did, you know, the next discussion became how do we get this listed how do we integrate and the first week we had the discussion about we have this exchange that might list us what are we going to name our ticker uh, a handful of things were thrown out um, hook uh, rum uh, treasure pirate loot booty uh, all these different sort of abbreviations of those words three or four letter variations and r just came out as ARR, but there was another coin that had that, so we just went for the three R's. And I just, it just seemed to fit with where we're at right now, and you know, maybe down the road when Amazon Web Services wants to integrate us for payments, we'll talk about changing our name, but right now, it serves us well. All right, very cool. I, I, I like it, actually. It's it's uh, it's unique when, when writing. Uh, you know, I can say R in many situations, like the word hour, or uh, when, when you're excited, when, when you're excited about something, like Arr! or when you agree on something, you know, like like hey, you guys agree, and they all respond with Arr! Well, you can use it as, as a definitive modifier too, to say this, you know, we are going to get lifted, and and you know, this is our, our <laughs> main goal. You know, so you a lot do of that really. <laughs> do, do you do you wear an eye patch regularly? Just, just on Halloween. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> he dresses like a pirate everywhere you go. You know. Oh, so, I got my hat. So, 
and my map and my cracking in the background. So I assure you, I, I live the lifestyle. <laughs> Me too, man. I'm I'm a pirate at heart. I've always been a pirate. I love pirating everything. Uh, so I see you have a, a huge mining community. Uh, tell us about how the mining's going. How does the mining work? Is that a is is that a I mean, I, I, I personally haven't mined it myself, so I don't know. Uh, so how does it, how do you mine it? Could you tell me a little bit on that aspect? So Pirate is Equihash algorithm. It is <clears throat> mineable with you know, CPUs, but I wouldn't waste your time. It is mineable with GPUs and ASICs. Uh, at this point, you know, one ASIC is as powerful as a you know, 30 GPU farm, so... And that's just a mini ASIC. That's not even the, the big Z9s and A9s. So really it is an ASIC-based coin for the most part. Pirate isn't around for miners. I think that any coin that is around for miners seems odd. Uh, there is a requirement for decentralization, obviously, and spreading out the network um, for against vulnerabilities and that sort of thing. However, to simply make the statement that, you know, our coin is for miners and only miners. A tough mission statement to follow. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. You know, definitely not. But I, I say it because a lot of coins miss out on the, the. There's a whole mining community. So, so when you do have that aspect of mining in a coin, it brings in a lot, a, a whole community that, that you, you weren't aware of beforehand. Because there's a lot of people that have GPUs and they just love to mine. So it doesn't matter what coin it is. So you, you've brought in a whole community that have no idea about pirate, but they're here and, and they're just here for the mining most of the time. <laughs> and you know what? That's fine too. Most of them respect miners. I would say that, you know, 1% of our miners actually mine to strengthen the pirate chain network. I'm sure that the, the, another 99% of the miners are there for, you know, the possible speculation. That's what, that's the whole, you know, selfish miner logical line of thought anyways so again we're looking for a strong chain we're looking for good high hash rate protection asics are likely going to continue to be manufactured and grow if anyone's been around since the beginning of bitcoin it used to be cpu and everyone who figured out gpus got hated upon for a while and then asics came along and it's just a natural progression and we're not trying to fight it we're not necessarily trying to embrace it we're just trying to spend resources on the right things, you know. Well, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, uh, you know, a lot of coins changing their algorithms specifically to deter ASICs. Uh, you know, what, what, what's your, what's your, uh, you know, thought on ASICs? You know, because a lot of people say it, it centralizes the mining, which I personally believe is not really a hundred percent the case because. If you think about it, if you were to, to kill a farm, a mining farm of ASICs, right? If there's like a huge farm that you know of. It's the, the biggest out of all of them. And you killed it. And, and the difficulty goes down. I mean, me as a miner, I look for coins that are very low in difficulty. You know, it, it, at sometimes it's really high. Sometimes it's really low. It's the time to mine is when it's really low, right? So, right. so if, this, if this farm was to die... I mean, you'd get all, so many people whipping out their GPUs and saying, all right, time to mine again, fellas. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I don't... With Pirate, with the DPAL, with the delayed proof of work, 
being attacked and having a 51% attack causing damage isn't really as much of a concern either. So, you know, we have this sort of double-edged sword where if you look how much time and effort it takes to come up with a new algorithm, change all your integrations, change all your exchanges, update all your daemons, update all your profiles, update all your communities, get on the new algorithm, update all your miners, all your mining pools. How much time did you spend to do that that you could have spent on developing your product? And how long is it gonna last? As you can see, time and time again, the time frame is months. It's not years that these changes help, it's months. So you're back to square one months later, it's like, what's the, what's the purpose? Yeah, yeah, it's a time, time wasted. And that's, that goes, uh, even in life, it's a, it's a big thing to think about. Uh, you know, when you think of, when you're concerned about other people, what your neighbors are doing, you know, what the government's doing, I mean, you're wasting a lot of time for yourself. Uh, you, that's that's time you can invest in things you want to do. Stop thinking about other people and what they what they're doing or what they could possibly you know. Unless they're hurting you directly, it's a whole, whole you know. Don't waste your time on stupid thoughts. Uh, right. If you have a group of ASIC guys who've developed an algorithm or FPGA guys and they figured out how to attack your coin because of that specific thing, then yeah, get your ass to work and change that. But if we're just talking these esoteric, idealistic threats that aren't actually occurring, spend your time and resources elsewhere, I guess. Maybe I haven't been in the space long enough, so I could be speaking out my ass. Let me just put that disclaimer out there. <laughs> well, well, hey, there's 51% attack proof, right? So so in order, from what I understand, in order to 51% attack pirate, you have to 51% attack Komodo, and you have to 51% attack uh, Bitcoin within within what an hour I think or something or no it's um, not an hour what, what's, if you can it's do not it an hour hey hey where do you guys come from oh hi I, because I am the person who did all those testing and integrated Depot into Pirate not for the record no hope no one is recording that though <laughs> nice show saying welcome right. welcome buddy thank you for coming. No problem. Uh, it's like you get a window of 10 minutes that you can reorg, kind of, but it's not beneficial. You cannot reorg more than one. I mean, the last notarized block, you cannot bypass it. Any kind of attack you put in there. It's like you have to take the whole world down if you want to do anything with Deepwell, and that you get only 10 minute window. If you remember the guy, uh, Geocold who wanted to do attack on uh, EMC2, then he tried Bitcoin private and stuff. He couldn't do EMC2 because he figured it out that they use Komodo Depot and it is not going to be successful test because he cannot reorg more than 10 blocks maximum. Because every 10 blocks there is a notarization happening from Pirate into Komodo chain. Every 10 blocks from Komodo to Bitcoin. That's a continuous process that's happening and it doesn't stop. So oh, wow. it's average 10 minutes or 10 blocks. So more than 10 blocks, probably 12 blocks, but more than that, you cannot do it. So wow. we are really not beneficial to the coin who uses Komodo Depot. There is no way except that 10 block and whatever funds goes in those blocks. This is why Komodo 
created or implemented delayed proof of work confirmation. So all the confirmation that shows in Agama wallet now in native mode or Komodo native mode, you will get uh, confirmation is one, even though the confirmation may show like two, three, four in the Explorer, but still Agama wallet will show you one confirmation because that is confirmed on the network, but it's not delayed proof of work confirmed yet. So it's not protected or immu immune to double spend attack. Once there is a uh, like notarization happens, it will show the real actual confirmation number. So more than one confirmation in your Agama wallet or in any native daemon on Komodo or any other asset chain means that transaction is immune to 51% attack, double spend attack. It cannot happen. So all the exchanges nowadays like trying to figure that out. Um, they're reducing the confirmation number required. Like Cryptopia, they used to do 120, but they will be reducing it down to 20 soon because they know that with Komodo, the transactions are secured by the mm. support. So what that does is it really takes away this whole idea that we need GPU miners to secure the chain or we need, you know, all these specific types of miners to secure the chain. So in terms of development costs, time and efforts, you know, that's up to projects to do. We don't necessarily see it as relevant at the moment or necessary. Awesome. Fantastic. Hey, I heard you're giving away some, uh, some of these ASICs. Uh, you know, where, where do I send the, the girl to so, so I could get one? <laughs> so I think all of our, uh, quote, freebies are gone, but we do have some future plans to have some incentivized for rewards for, you know, actions users can take to earn these uh, coming up in the, in the future. So definitely so keep an eye for that. I saw three people win a Z9, uh, one from uh, all different countries, right? Uh, one from Russia, one from, uh, I think, Italy, right? I, I want to say Italy because I'm Italian. You, we have a U.S. and a Denmark winner right now, so far. All right, yeah. So, yeah. hey guys, there's a lot of about a, a lot of uh, rewards that they're doing. Yeah, you guys should get on on board. Uh, I know, I know, I haven't done a radio show in a while. So as soon as you, you know, when you listen to this, uh, definitely jump into the pirate uh, Discord. Uh, there's a lot of uh, you know, motor, motor. What are those incentive incentives that you guys are throwing out there to get people involved? <laughs> And it's really nice that you do that. And I mean, I, I haven't seen a, you know, I've seen a lot of airdrops, but uh, there's, there's not many people actually doing like real, real, you know, uh, prizes, you know, and raffles. And you know, people aren't really doing that. They're, they're throwing coins at people for no reason, but they're not, they're not really like incentivizing. Like, like I want to get an ASIC that I'm, I'm in, you know, that that's, that, that's enough to get me in. Uh, you you want to throw some tokens at me? That's, that's really not, I'm, I'm not really interested. There's a reason we like that uh, incentivizing users to perform actions such as get Discord invites for your pirate or share these articles or whatever. It creates a little more attachment to the user. If someone just has something show up in their wallet, they may not care as much. But if they had to perform an action, they're going to think about that project. And then they're going to think about what that project can do for them and people they know. And it really does help grow things more organically, I believe. It sounds like we, it sounds like Shosane is, is our technical advisor here. So, so I'm going to ask a controversial, I'm going to ask a controversial question. 
So I was saying, why is why is pirate more anonymous than Monero? And Monero is huge. I mean, I've been I've been following Monero a long time with the ring signatures, and lately they've been changing their algorithm to fight ASICs, and it's like you said, I feel like that's a waste of time. Uh, I'm just a community member here. I am not like official advisor or anything, but the reason it is because it uses Zcash ZK Snark technology, which is is a AC private. The parameter for this chain that's being used is AC private. So that means there is no uh, uh, transparent transaction possible apart from the Komodo notary nodes. Komodo notary nodes, in order to notarize and provide the depot of services, they need to uh, do transparent transaction. So apart from that, everything else is completely, completely private. You don't know which address, how much funds being transferred into. Like if you look at Monero, there is an explorer and Pirate has an explorer. Monitor those explorers and you will find like which one you can find. In uh, Monero Explorer, you will see all those addresses where the funds are being transmitted to. So they're very hard in order to track, but still they are showing up addresses in there. But in Pirate, there is no address that you can relate to. Hey, Fishy. Hey, Lutz. Uh, this is Tinder. Uh, may I get the chance to answer the question? Yeah, bro. Hi, yeah, welcome, sure. man. I haven't spoken to Groovy Owl for a long time. <laughs> yeah, mate. It's really nice to hear your voice again. It's it's very long time. I thought you were just uh, either not doing or maybe I'm not aware. Where are you doing your shows? <laughs> I, well, actually, I, I took a break, man. I got married. Now we're having a baby coming. So. Oh, congratulations. Oh. Big congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's nice. Uh, so yeah, I, yeah, I see uh, you have a question about Monero and uh, Pirate, right? May I answer yeah, hold that? On, hold on, Groovy Al just texted me. He said he wanted me to name my firstborn after him. I'm not sure if I could do that, bro. <laughs> You're joking, right? I, I don't know which Garival uh, asked you this. It's not me. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, we'll make pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> that's, funny. that's funny. Okay. So, so tell us, and everybody, Groovy All, he's a, he's like the one one of the top developers in Komodo. If you don't know who he is, you should know who he is if you're following Komodo. Uh, he's been around probably longer than me. I've been around probably seven years now. I think maybe equal time because I remember. Uh, you were doing your radio um, even before I joined Supernet, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, I, I jumped on board when when, when Supernet had like 20 disc people in their Slack channel. Yeah, then you were far before then I joined. Yeah, Lutz came in quite early with his radio channel. Yeah. His radio. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. So, so now we have technical people here. This is fantastic. So tell us, tell us about Pirate, bro. What, what? Give us the technicals. Why, why is it so awesome? I mean, you see me here, and you know I do my homework, so I know why I love. It. Yeah. Okay. So let me answer the question you just asked about Monero comparison with Pirate. 
Um, okay, so let's see how Monero does its privacy in very, very quick form. So um, if you have guys seen um, uh, some magicians or some um, person who is shuffling a ball under three cups, uh, that person shuffles and asks you to choose under which cup you find a ball. Have, uh, do, do you understand this example? Have you seen such kind of things before? Yeah, you go to New York City, they're, they're trying to scam you all the time with that. Yeah. They, 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 so, they, they use playing cards though. You fold the playing cards and they put something underneath it, right? And they move the cards, three cards, all yeah. around. Yeah, so imagine that in Monero there is uh, an algorithm called ring signatures. So instead of uh, three or, or four, there are multiple X or N number of these uh, transactions which shuffle from one to another. So any transaction goes into the uh, network, is shuffled and then delivered to the other side. And between this shuffling, um, it is very hard to determine where this uh, transaction which is received by some person originated from or where this uh, transaction sent to the network was end up into. So this is what my understanding is so far, which uh, is kind of a quick understanding by reading some articles. Could possibly be I would be, I might be off to some uh, level, uh, but this is what I understood from Monero. Uh, I'm not much expert in Monero to say, so this is what my understanding is. So if you compare this thing with uh, Zcash or, or ZK snark based blockchains. That's different because uh, in Monero, these transactions, uh, if, you, if you explore in the database, either in your local data of Monero or by going to the explorer of those uh, Monero, you can see uh, if you go to the block and if you see the transaction ID, you can see the address and the amount and the metadata like uh, the time it was sent. So you have these basic information like this address sent and this address received at this particular time and date. So this information is viewable. Let's go to the um, Zcash one. Now in Zcash, um, there is ZK-SNARK uh, technology. Um, and this allows you to send private transactions and in this private transactions, um, the information is uh, very kind of uh, magic way. Magic way, I say, because if in an analogy, analogy, if you compare it with a magic of cards, where a person show you some a card in uh, his hand, and uh, in a trick uh, that card goes uh, like disappears, you say, okay, I don't know where that card went. It's kind of the same in, in that analogy way. You can see um, there is no track left behind it. So maybe it doesn't fit exactly to this analogy, the ZK snark uh, private transactions, but just something like that. Or yeah. So, so, um, so from, from what I understand, 
it, it, instead of like they use ring signatures and it, it's really just a way of shuffling it around and playing with the numbers and yeah. it's, it's still always there. Yes. Uh, with ZK Snarks, there's a total disconnect. There is no playing around with things. There is nothing visible. It's like ghost. You you uh, like you cannot see the ghost, right? Or you can. <laughs> You can just imagine, or you can say, okay, it's uh, you feel that, or you have the uh, feeling of there's a god or whatever high high person or what to say high power energy. So, but it's hard to uh, uh, give an analogy to this uh, zk snark technology because it sounds or acts very uh, magical way, but it is a scientific mathematical algorithms in the end. It's nothing like mythology or whatever that. So. Anyway, so um, uh, the Z transactions goes, um, uh, well, in Zcash, there is two types of transactions. One is transparent and one is private. The transparent transactions are exactly like Bitcoin. You can see all the transaction IDs, addresses, all those amounts, times, and all those, that kind of data, metadata. And um, with uh, private transactions, once the transactions end up in the private addresses and transactions sent from private address to the another private address, there is no such information like what address it was sent from, what address it was sent to, uh, the metadata like the date and time it was sent, what kind of amount it was sent. So if you see this kind of information from the point of view of data analyst, Data analysts get the information from Monero's uh, blocks, uh, blocks or database, like uh, the information of uh, transaction ID, the addresses, amount, and date and time. There is no information for the data analyst in, in, the, in the private addresses of Zcash or, or Pirate. And Pirate is special because the whole um, transactions happen in Pirate are um, like 99% private transactions. In Pirate, there is going to be hell a lot of more difficulty to analyze the uh, transactions linkability than any other blockchain, you can say. It's algorithm basis and it is totally invisible. Um, the only visible part is where the miners mine those transactions or, or, or blocks to confirm those transactions and get the rewards in the in the transparent addresses. And the miners transfer these transparent funds, which they earned by confirming the blocks, um, and send those to the private one. The condition in private is that um, you cannot send uh, the mined coins from transparent to another transparent. It will fail, if even if you try to. These conditions are in the in the consensus. So. If, uh, so the only uh, way to send the target or send uh, address are the private addresses. So, so after it's sent to the private addresses, it is impossible to send these uh, in private address funds back to the transparent addresses. There is condition if, if you try to send the transaction from private address to the transparent one, it will not work, it will fail. So Pirate is a lot more private than any other blockchain. But if you want my opinion, I will not discard Monero because Monero has a ring signature. They have a very innovative technologies they have developed. 
So it's still good, um, but it still will be hard. But I would say it, it will not be impossible to break that kind of uh, uh, shuffling algorithm. Um, but I would uh, say that uh, the Zcash, ZK-SNARK private technology, it's close to impossible because it's algorithms based. So it's very much like um, if you want to crack some password, uh, how much time it takes or how much power it takes to break it. And uh, even with the simple short 256 algorithm uh, for some passwords, it can take millions of years. So if you just take the example of this and apply it to uh, the algorithm-based privacy of ZK-SNARK, uh, it will take <laughs> enormous or like millions of years to just crack those things. So even with uh, what you say, okay. quantum computing, um, I would say it, it won't be possible because the information is not available to crack on what you want to crack. So that's why, yeah, not, I, won't, I won't say impossible. I don't see um, in this world things are impossible because the word says I'm possible. So I still keep things in my mind. Yeah, whatever you think. Yeah, just keep your uh, expectations to level. Um, so it's probably yeah. safer to say resistant. resistant. Yes, totally resistant, but it's close to impossible. That's I would say, um, because zk snark technology is fairly new. This algorithm uh, came to existence like few years ago, and SHA-256 and many other different algorithms have been in existence for decades. They are uh, very much, um, uh, what to say, uh, tested, um, improved by the time. Because ZK-SNARK is very much new uh, and uh, very few people uh, understand the very deep inside of it. So that's one reason that um, uh, I'm a skeptic on this technology, but I'm also very much bullish on ZK-SNARK technology than any other blockchain technology in this uh, industry. So my bets would be like 100% on ZK-SNARK technology than any other one. So, so well, because it's algorithm based. I, I, I'll agree with you there. there I also heard of uh, the ZK-SNARKs and the ZK-STARKs. Mm -hmm. uh, what's, what's the difference? There's all, uh, SNARKs, S-N-A-R-K, and then there's STARKs, right? That's T-A-R-K. I, I will not uh, comment on that because I haven't looked much into stocks, so I cannot say. I, it's, uh, how about sapling? I, I know you, Pirate just switched over to 100% sapling. Yeah. Uh, could you tell us you know, what that does? Uh, um, in, in a quick time, uh, quick words, I can say um, <clears throat> sapling upgrade brings a lot of uh, improvements in the in the um, privacy you know technology. You, yeah. You know what? I, there's only there's one question I need you to answer. Only yeah. one. Okay, sure. How, how, how does it change the trusted setup problem? How does, how it does sapling change the trusted the trusted setup? Problem? <laughs> no. Uh, the the uh, trusted keys, these trusted setup keys. Uh, those are not by uh, a few people. Those are by many different people, like like people uh, which are technical. And it was not done by um, the teams or um, 
like the first sprout keys were from like I, I don't remember the number like five people eight people something like that but uh, yeah so um, the sapling ones were open to public like uh, for for a good amount of time uh, anybody could participate in creating uh, those uh, sapling keys so because it was open to public, many technical people participated in making those keys or putting their encryption ones and participated in that uh, uh, sapling key generation. So because it's, it was participated by a huge amount of uh, community people, uh, it's more data um, to this uh, sapling key generation. And that's why it's better than Sprout one because people were saying, okay, because uh, there were few people in Sprout it's uh, possible they colluded and it's possible they can break this uh, anonymity or, or, or create extra amount of Zcash from there. But with Sapling, there are many different community members, technical ones who participated. So it's better um, uh, <laughs> at any that, point, no, even at Sprout, yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're absolutely, and that's what I got from it too. Uh, there's, yeah. there's so many people and they're so diverse that at this point, collusion would be impossible. Where with only six people, that you know, a lot of people didn't really trust the trusted set. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Very cool, very cool. So I have a friend. Uh, <clears throat> I, I'm like, he he's got about six websites, seven websites now, mm -hmm. uh, with uh, you know services he wants to sell and merchandise he wants to sell. Actually, I think we even have a guy, another guy in chat that he's he's selling ha hats with uh with Faraday cages, you know, to protect your brain and. <laughs> You know, hey, don't laugh. I believe in that stuff. So, uh, when when uh, when I when when uh, you know somebody creates a store, a merchant shop, and they accept pirate coin, uh, like how would they go about doing that? Uh, I, I found it a little difficult to explain it to people because there's no way to look up the transaction if somebody sent they says they sent it to you, right? So at this point, I think the only thing we could rely on maybe is the time that they sent it and when it arrived into the wallet, right? Well, how, how, how would one go about that? So, yeah, I can answer from the technical point of view. Um, okay, let me, just, let me answer it first, yeah. I'll just, I'll just be real quick from the, our side. Oh, sure, go for you, it. You can clarify me. So, we're working on a shop plugin, an e-commerce plugin for multiple platforms, hopefully eventually. But the goal is to have a wallet that can generate individual addresses for each shopping cart user. And that will be one way. I do believe there's also another way to work in the view key into the send data. But um, that's some I haven't seen us work out yet. And from there, Uval might know more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, from the technical point of view, um, you understand that uh, every blockchain um, provides you the APIs uh, to interact with in case you want to make application, right? Yes. Yes. I've I've actually yeah. been on the NXT. So, uh, so the same is possible to make uh, an application using any cryptocurrency, including Zcash, Pirate, Komodo, anything. Uh, and to use that as a as a payment accepting uh, currency uh, for the backend. So uh, the idea will be like you host your cryptocurrency wallet somewhere um, and and link 
your applications um, API to the API interface of uh, that cryptocurrency wallet. With Zcash, you get several, um, let's just say, uh, commands and API methods, which allows you to uh, create new addresses uh, as per on-demand and also view uh, the transactions. So, for example, a new user uh, comes to the website, they register themselves on the website, and they get a new address for uh, the purchasing point or checkout point. So uh, they send the transaction to that address because it was uh, in that uh, address pool of uh, that website's application in their wallets. They can see all those, uh, what you say, transaction list or the payments transactions, uh, either in small chunks or multiple or however. So once they confirm the full amount is in, in that address, they can, they can uh, complete the checkout process and they can proceed to the uh, delivery of the products or whatever they, their application allows. So from, from the application point of view, this is um, not, not that hard kind of thing. The hard part is because there are many merchants or, or um, uh, shops, uh, um, online shops who wants to have such things um, built by some other, uh, what you say, projects or, or freelance kind of things. Um, so there are websites like WordPress and there are uh, plugins in WordPress uh, which can have a shopping cart provided. So from the pirate community, there is a plugin which allows you to add that uh, what you say, plugin or feature to your WordPress website, which allows you to interact with pirate uh, transactions or pirate's wallet. So any any person who set up this website with this plugin allows you to accept pirate. And it's, it's not that um, difficult. It's like click and set up all that stuff. It's possible and it's not that uh, big of a deal. Um, there are other other websites like um, I don't remember that other website's name. They they accept cryptocurrency and in turn they convert that to the dollars and send those uh, that money to to your bank account. Well, in that needs some uh, banking license or something like that. But with just cryptocurrency accepting service, uh, you can set up all those things without any such kind of licensing on all that. But maybe possible in, in some jurisdiction, even that is uh, illegal or something, and you want to comply with those, and you have to do the KYC and all that stuff. And in case you are doing the KYC with your customer, you will not have to worry about um, if you are accepting anonymous currency or a Bitcoin-like currency, which is pseudonymous anonymous currency. So it, 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 in my opinion, it doesn't matter. You can accept any kind of cryptocurrency. It's all that matters is, how your uh, compliance allows you to uh, process that and how your legal team allows you to process that. It's all about uh, the legal system, compliance system. It's not a problem with the technology part. That's what I yeah, understand. But, yeah, but we're, we're pirates, bro. We don't care about <laughs> compliance. <So laughs> no, we, I will not agree to that. <laughs> we do have a few issues, it seems, with um, existing libraries, existing plugins, the way that they work. Uh, in terms of, you know, X pub key, 
generation and um, the libraries that exist for BIP32 versus ZIP32. And, um, you know, we've got uh, Radix42 even looking at this. And even she's just sitting there going, oh my gosh, I want to shoot myself in the head. Um, so there are some Z address challenges. Uh, recently, we had a developer work on this for Komodo and they put together a Komodo plugin just like uh, Guval is talking about and it works pretty good, I think. I've heard, I've had a couple people reach out about using it and so we're looking to get the same thing done for Pirates here soon. Oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. it's been in use? I didn't know that. I have had two shops reach out to me asking me how to get it going and how to, how to update it and I've, um, you know, given them the resources I have, it seemed like they were fairly savvy. So uh, it could be. It would be something great if Komodo could track and see, you know, the amount of usage. That would be fantastic for you guys from a marketing standpoint. But that's a different story. Sorry, uh, which, uh, say, say again, which, which data you want? The Komodo shop plugins, how much people are using Komodo to buy items. Right? Uh, how let me check. So let me check. I mean, let me see if I can check it because I uploaded that plugin from um, in my account. Yeah, something to just to WordPress. Something to look at whenever time you know it might be something to either push or take down or who knows you know. So, but we're looking to do the same thing for, for pirate. We really think that pirates you know got a really strong starting point there. They're you know if we can show a certain amount of usage and adoption from that standpoint, I know that there's a lot of other avenues that we can express and follow for the financial privacy and payments platform. Could you imagine hundreds of thousands of WordPress sites using this plugin? It's, it's, in, it's an IRS agent's nightmare. <laughs> well, the good thing is with Sapling, we have view keys. We have information that we can share upon choice, right? There are auditing tools now that weren't there before that are gonna help shops want to adopt it you know and it just starts with one and then we get to 100 and from there it should you know snowball hopefully i know that we have a couple guys like yourself and others looking into creating a shop for it so or at least a platform for it so um what do you mean yourself i'm not doing anything i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> well you guys were talking about it i didn't say you were doing anything Jeez. <laughs> damn it man trying to trying to remain anonymous over here Come on, man, you are. What's your name, Lutz? <laughs> 200 radio shows later. <laughs> now he wants to be anonymous. <laughs> yeah, that, Very that's good time, uh, actually. Good time to be anonymous. <laughs> hey, listen, the, the, world, the world is erupting all around us. I don't know if you guys are noticing riots everywhere. and I mean, it, it, it's been bad, but... It, it's really getting a lot worse now. Um, you know, and I, I believe that a new money is going to happen. Uh, it might not be, I don't know if it's Bitcoin, but eventually money's going to have to change. And, you know, that unfortunately comes after uh, some type of huge, you know, cataclysmic disaster, unfortunately, but it'll happen. You know, it might be, uh, you know, the dollar dies completely, you know, where they can't save it anymore. You know, where in 2008 they saved it. And that, I don't think they're going to be able to save it next time around. And they could try bailing people out, but no one's going to go along with it anymore. They bailed them out last time. No, no one's, no one, 
The confidence in the dollar has died. There is no more confidence in the dollar. I just that's my personal belief. Nobody, nobody, nobody believes in this system anymore. The system is hurt it's hurting people at this point. Well, that's that's not what this podcast is about. You know, um, the banks are gonna have to buy a bunch of debt back, and that's my guess, but that's not what this is about. Uh, back why, to on why, topic. why is why 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 is privacy so important to you, Fishy? Tell us about why. Why do you why do you feel people need to maintain their privacy? I mean, these days these days, I mean, you you spend you spend something on your credit card. It's not just the credit card that knows what's going on. It's the teller at the bank. It's it's every little minion in that company that could look into your account and see what you purchased. You know, and if you purchased some porno videos, they all know about. It. You know, and it's it's kind of it's it's kind of it's an invasion of privacy without you even knowing. Sure. You know, there's endless reasons for privacy. Um, you know, a big one that was thinking about the other day was status in society. You know, how either having status or not having, or having money or not having can create or take away status in society. And that's just not right, for starters, right? Um... You know, one of the things that we were talking about when we were making the video was uh, <clears throat> people knowing what your spending habits are and what you're spending money on can dictate their views of you and what you may or may not do. For example, let's say you have a job and you're going to have another baby. They're looking for a way to fire you because now you're going to be less reliable or you're going to have more expenses to their corporate with your medical or whatever reason. You know, there's, and then going into insurance and medical, if your insurance company can sit there and figure out everything you're spending money on and what you're spending money on, they can likely dictate the terms of your insurance agreements, which is also not wrong or not right. And uh, it could just go on and on about personal security and private, you know, private transactions with, with people with unsavory characters and privacy really ultimately protects us from people committing nefarious acts it does not mean we are trying to commit nefarious acts and that's the reality of it right right there's there's always that argument why you you know you have something to hide if you have nothing to hide then you shouldn't have have a problem with it right why do you care if i'm buying a twinkie why do you care if i'm buying a twinkie why do you care how much gas i'm putting in my car why do you care if I'm buying diapers? Why do you care how much alcohol I'm buying? Right? Like these things don't matter to other I'm people. Con- they- I'm I'm concerned about your liver. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let me be concerned about my own body and I'll keep paying my insurance premiums just like always and we'll all get through this together, yeah? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, so and and the end of the day, guys, the, there's no reason to give all your information so voluntarily all the time. You know, your even your email and your phone numbers, even little things like that, it's, just don't give them out unless there's a real reason to give them out. Yeah? I mean, these days, a lot of websites you go to will take advantage of that. They're going to say, "Oh, we need your email address." Who are they? And then, and then when and then when you even when you sign up to their website, I mean, how you know you know the the chances of that website getting hacked is really high. I mean, that that website has to keep up with updates, especially if they're using a CMS. Uh, yeah, so so be very careful out there. Um, 
I, I think I'm done with most of my questioning for a pirate. Uh, you guys, you guys want to add on more? Were, were you guys, uh, did you guys have anything more to contribute? Uh, we, we'll have plenty more shows later on. So, just from a project standpoint as a whole, I, I hope that everyone understands that private is a completely decentralized currency and project. Like we said earlier, uh, it is fundamentals complete, essentially. You know, we have development and tech assistance if we need on items or issues or integration. But in reality, it's ready to go for whatever anyone wants to use it for and create items for it. Now, we have the community working on certain things, but, you know, the more minds, the better. The more ideas, the better. The more people, the better. You know, we're really just looking to let everyone's <clears throat> creativity run free and see what they can provide for the project. So keep doing what you're doing, like making radio stations and contests and stuff like that. Love it. What? Awesome. awesome. And, and guys, I mean, if you haven't noticed, there's superstars here. I'm talking about superstar developers. You got Groovy Alal, right? I'm not sure if I said that right. I always have a problem. Got it <laughs> But that's okay. Groovy Alal. Got it all. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have, you have, <laughs> you have Shosane. Uh, you have JL777. You have uh, Radix. You have Ducalito. I mean, Dude, these are these are these are superstars in the development world, all right. I've been here a long time. I've spoken to the. I, I think I've been. I think I've interviewed these guys individually at one point in time for different things. And, and so these, I know these guys, and I know they're superstars in the de, in the developers world. You know, the developers are what makes things happen. I mean, when you invest in a coin, you shouldn't just invest in a coin. You should invest in the people behind the coin. That's the most important part. You should know the skills of that person. You know, or can that person get the job done, right? They, yeah, well, guys, I mean, let's look at it like this. Like, you know, these guys, they they provided technical work and assistance and ideas, right? A Lamborghini comes together with the technical and design and engine and suspension know-how of many different people. None of them actually have claim to making Lamborghinis, right? So you got to keep that in mind where these guys have really given their hearts and brains to the project but neither none of them own it it's very decentralized they aren't a part of you know running it they aren't you know here to hold your hand through it that's very much um, the community's job and we love having all of these uh, fantastically well-heeled developers to refer to and ask questions it's um it's completely priceless and without being launched in the Komodo ecosystem, <clears throat> we wouldn't have that and we'd be in a very different position today. So um, our hats off to the Komodo team and their willingness to um, participate in open discussions. And, and that, that shows you the value of the technology too. The just same reason why I'm here is the same reason why they're here because they, they recognize the value of the technology. Uh, you know, is, is there a, a roadmap people could go to? And, and what's the website? Yes, yeah, so we have pirate.black, which is currently under a remake right now. I We wanted to have it done sooner, but the holiday and a few other things came up, and um, we just couldn't get through it in time. I, I apologize to the community for that, and I'm going to put that one on me. Uh, we should have it done soon. 
the wet website looks amazing so far, and I think it will really help bring a lot of legitimacy to people visiting the, the project from that aspect. On the roadmap, we've kept it as limited as possible because, again, there's a lot of things that Pirate can do that Pirate won't be doing itself, you know? So we're just talking about the ZSPV possibilities. We're just talking about wallets. We're just talking about, you know, small community development things that were already a part of the project. We're not talking about the shop plugins. We're not talking about the um, other wallets that, like, Duke has created the Linux wallet, I believe, the treasure chest. You know, we're not talking about all that stuff on the treasure map because people are free to do whatever they want with pirate, right? And it doesn't have to be pirate itself. Just like anyone can do anything they want with Bitcoin and it doesn't have to be Bitcoin itself. In my opinion, like uh, this pirate project, it's uh, interesting, it's strange, it's surprising because it all came out of the, out of the uh, communication happened between the community members. Just an idea, just uh, a try to uh, see what happens if we make a totally 100% uh, private blockchain. It was amazing, amazing experience when it started uh, with the conversation and in like 24 hours it was in the existence and when people were using it, like mining it, creating blocks, using or having testing and exploring this. Um, today we see that because it's 100% private, uh, the ZK snark transactions. There are some limitations because of the ZK snark transactions because they are not uh, multi-sig transactions able. Um, once we see such kind of things are improved in ZK snark transactions, um, like whatever we are doing now with transparent transactions of many kinds of types of transactions. Um, for example, because of these multi-sig transactions and all different types of transactions possible in transparent uh, addresses, uh, that allows in Komodo, uh, blocks, uh, Komodo projects to be able to make the crypto conditions smart contract applications. Um, I do not know where, what, what the future will be with the Z, Z transactions only, uh, if all those things will be possible. Uh, or not possible of how things will end up and, and how many long time. But I sure hope for a positive things that um, one day we will see uh, a possibility of uh, doing smart contracts with uh, what you say, just private transactions. And once that is possible, uh, in my opinion, um, Pirate Chain will be at the very right time, at the very time spot uh, to just take advantage of whatever that new technology comes in with the most history in private transactions and with having uh, like 99% of uh, private transactions only. It, with other blockchains, even with Zcash, even with Komodo, there is a, a history which is in transparent addresses and they are moving back and forth between transparent and, and private. This still gives some, some data to analysts. So I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping a good future for Pirate, um, but also skeptic where it, it goes to. So it's a, it's a strange and amazing project and amazing, amazing community, what you say, uh, what you say uh, participating in its development. So 
Yeah. You never know yeah. in coming years what happens with this project. It's amazing. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm loving it. I can't believe more people are, are, aren't on it yet. Uh, but I, I imagine that this is going to fly like nobody's business. I mean, if, if nobody could come up with better than this, I mean, this, this is the best I've seen so far. Monero was the best before I heard of this. Yeah. And, that, and now, I mean, this, I mean, this is the next generation. So you got, you know, everyone needs to, needs to get on board. This is the closest thing we have to cash. Like I said earlier, uh, if it can't be traced, that's it. This is, this is the best. If, if this coin's out there trying to do KYC compliancy and, and oh, you know, we got to follow the, the, the rules and no, you're kind of missing the point of Bitcoin. If you're doing that, it's, that's not the point. Um, I think it's kind of a mixed thing. The KYC right now in the model is everybody has to do the KYC. Doesn't matter who is it, is a business or is a person or something like that with centralized services. Whoever is going through those centralized services, either some government or some uh, private institutions. Uh, in, the, 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 in the mixed way, uh, I would say it will be a choice to the user. If that user wants to uh, give that information uh, to the party they are going through. For example, you are buying some stuff on some website and in case they are uh, willing to do that um, KYC with that website, they can do so. It can also be a KYC based on per transaction or per uh, product purchase or something. For example, uh, for X product, uh, you have to do the KYC and they allow you or they ask for you that KYC data information from your wallets and such that. You do that and they get the information, the transaction is approved and the, 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 the product is, what you say, passed and delivered to you. For the N or Y product, there is no, no KYC. So this kind of model I expect to see in the future. But right now, the, the whole model structure, the architecture of our social stuff, stuff, the legal stuff, the compliance stuff is built that way, this rigid way. It, they do not want to change. This kind of change will be possible in the future, and this kind of change will allow to use these kind of cryptocurrencies and be ready and at the right place these kind of technologies will be. So that's why I like these kind of privacy projects. So I'm not against, uh, what you say, KYC. I'm not against anonymity. I'm kind of in the balance because I understand where the need is and where they fit in, in, in which block or in which circle. So uh, I'm... I'm because of this understanding, I feel, okay, yeah, this is good. So now what needs to be solved next? Okay, so this needs to be solved next, what we need to do right now. So this is a step-by-step -step process. We will eventually reach there by the time when the legal system will understand, when the end users will understand, and the merchant and all the parties will understand. It's a gradual uh, shift from this model of architecture to the better model or architecture so I'm hoping good for the next few years. Yes, and, and blockchains could accomplish so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, every blockchain I've noticed, they all have a goal. You know, one one is just doing censorship resistance. You know, and yeah. and a, a, another one is you know doing a, a fully decentralized marketplace. And you know, so every every coin, there's a lot of look at them as little laboratories. Every blockchain is a little laboratory, and, and you know. Exactly, and and, in, and 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 don't don't just uh, what you say. Throw all your money to this laboratory to just lose. Be careful what you are doing, and be be cautious what you are doing with that money. 
So yeah, just be careful with your investment and all that stuff. That's what I would say. Doesn't matter which cryptocurrency it is. Yes, and this is not investment advice. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I have to say that. Yeah, I gotta say that. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, so we're we're going on a little over an hour now, and uh, I thank you for thank you for coming, guys. I, that was really unexpected. I, I'm really happy you guys showed up, especially for the technical. It was a surprise. I was uh, not expecting you will be talking, and I was I was kind of confused if this is live or is it just the team conversations or what it is. But however that is, I got I I found there's a question needs to be answered. I was able to uh, be present there, and thanks thanks for you to give me chance to answer some questions. Hi, it's a pleasure to be always, here. You're, you're always welcome on my show, bro. I I I picked being here because you know me. I'm totally anti-government. I hate the government. I, I, I hate them. I've, I've lived on the streets and I've seen them take a third of my paycheck, even when I lived on the streets, trying to go to work every day. So my, my, my anger towards, towards government is, is beyond anything you've ever seen. I, I, unless they want to give me all my money back, it's, that anger is always going to be there. Uh, so so uh, I'm, I'm totally anti-government. I love Pirate for this reason. Uh, I, I'm, I'm invested in all anonymous coins and all anonymous projects I invest in. But those, that's my, that's my, so not only, I'm not, when I say invested, I'm talking about my time too. So I, we're, we're going to be doing shows here on Pirate. So that's why I thought uh, interviewing Fishy Guts was probably the, the first person I should be interviewing because, you know, this is, uh, you know, he's part of, he's, he's one of the top guys in this project, right? So, uh, if, you, if in the future we're going to be doing all shows right here, right here inside this channel, very cool inside Discord. That's, yeah, so. that's great. I'm, I'm going to be bringing in all or weekly team talks, bi-weekly talks. Uh, well, well, the team talks are different. That they, this, these are so. When I say I'm going to be bringing in people from different you know places, I'm talking about uh, like Crotech. Uh, he, he's a he's a developer I know. He's gonna come on the show in a couple days. He, you know he's got to Everybody's got to come here, and and do it from here. And it's easier for me. And it's and I, I'm I'm no longer setting up VPS servers and I'm no longer playing with the you know Skype. And I, I, you know what? This is easy, right, guys? Everybody jumps right in here. It works. Yeah, for me. it's Everybody, super easy. Everyone has Discord, and it's easy to get the job done. Um, you know yeah. so. And I, I want to support Pirate, you know, in any way I can. So we, we've ter we've turned Crypto Core Media, Crypto Core Radio, to uh, Pirate Radio. So we are now Pirate Radio. Our radio R is the website, and uh, the name of the show is Pirate Radio. Just because, you know, me and SEO and keywords, that's that just makes more sense. Yeah, and I saw it's a beautiful website. You have done a great job there. Uh, you haven't even seen what I what I've been building, bro. Oh, so there's idea. more. I, I got, Great, there's more. I've been silent, but I've been busy. I got so many. I could show you probably over 20 websites nobody's seen yet. Sweet. Right. But, but, but I'm going to edit that out because you're not supposed to know that. Hold on. Let, let me shut the recording. All right, guys. Uh, everybody, thank you for coming. This is Lutz, and I love you all. Signing out. Arr, arr. <laughs>